Robert Zapp here. Welcome to the podcast. I don't know if any of you saw the Facebook post, but I mentioned that the next podcast was going to be called God's Crayons. And I don't want you to think, you know, I'm being sacrilegious or anything here, but what exactly do I mean when I say God's Crayons? John 3.16 says, For whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever. It does not distinguish between nationalities, gender, color, race. It doesn't, doesn't make a distinction. It says, For whosoever. That's everybody. That whoever in this world would believe in Him, would believe in Christ, would have everlasting life. We've we've gotten to a point in our society, and we've been here for quite a while. Yes, racism exists, and it shouldn't. Because, you see, God doesn't see the outside. He sees the inside. He sees what's on the inside. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And we, we look at people and we judge them by their color of their skin, their height, their weight, boy, girl, man, woman, American, other nation, Mexican, Hispanic. We judge them. Some would say, oh, that's just human nature. Well, you're right, it is just human nature. The trouble is, human nature is flawed. It says that our righteousness is but filthy rags. That's human nature. That's the problem with it all. You see, when we come to know the Lord, we take in us His heart, His life, His beliefs, His wants, His desires. That's the way it's supposed to be anyway. We can't have both. We can't serve both God and man. We can't serve both Satan and Jesus. It's one or the other. It's no halfway. We're, we're either all in or we're all out. The, I, uh, I've written a child's book, children's book, a couple of them actually. And in talking to known authors and people that are in the publishing business, they will tell you that if you have a book and you have one untruth in it, it makes that book a fiction. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you could be wrong. You can write a book and be wrong. But we all make mistakes. We all do things. But having just that one little sentence, that one phrase, that one thought that is a known lie makes that entire book a fiction. You might have started out to write a historical novel. You might have started out to write a truth. But having that one little piece of leaven in it makes it all untrue. So you cannot worship the Lord on Sunday and then live like you want to the rest of the week. You cannot study God's Word 
but judge someone because they don't look like you or act like you. You may think that this is a little too political. And I believe that Christians should speak up when, when things are mistaken, when things are wrong. I believe Christians should talk about it. I'm not going to talk about Democrats, Republicans, what's going on in D.C. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the underlying issues, and that's sin. Everything goes back to sin. He said, for whosoever believeth in me should have everlasting life. Everlasting life. So it means, I'm not saying that Christians have to be perfect. Don't take me wrong. I make mistakes. I say things I shouldn't. I do things that I shouldn't. But it's that living in sin. It's that dwelling there. And I'm, I'm a North Carolinian now because I live in North Carolina. Before I moved to North Carolina, I was a Tennessean because I lived in Tennessee. I sometimes visit Tennessee. I sometimes visit Arizona. It doesn't make me an Arizonian. Just as when I go to you know, Virginia, it doesn't make me a Virginian. I'm still a North Carolina person because I live in North Carolina. I visit the other states. My son and I, in 2010, we drove from Seattle, Washington, all the way back home to Mount Holly, North Carolina, in four days. And we done some sightseeing along the way. So I didn't become a Mon someone from Montana. I didn't become somebody, you know, South Dakota. I didn't become a Missourian. When I drove through these states, I was just driving through, visiting. Sin is a lot like that. And I'm not giving you a license to sin. I'm telling you that sin's a lot like that. Sometimes you make a mistake and you, you, you know, you do something you shouldn't, you say something you shouldn't, you see something you shouldn't. It doesn't make you a sinner. It makes you wrong, but it doesn't make you a sinner. So you repent of that. You drive out of that area. But you're still a Christian. But you can't be a Christian and judge people unfairly because of the color of their skin or whether they're a man or woman. You're trying to live in two states. And you can't do that. Well, you can have, you know, you can be uh, hold a um, citizenship of two countries. Sure, you can do that. But you're going to live in one of those countries. You can be a dual citizen of, of America, United States of America, or you can and be a Canadian as well. But which one of those countries are you living in? Whichever country you're living in is what you identify with. So if you're living in the United States of America, and you're identifying with your American citizenship. If you're living in Canada, you're, you're identifying with your Canadian citizenship. You can't be a Christian and a sinner. You can't live in sin. So you can't judge people unfairly. You can't judge people, period. It says that we should not judge lest we be judged. So if you're willing to say to someone who is not like you, you're wrong because you're not like me, then are you willing to be also talked about because you're not like somebody else? We each have talents, and some of us have the same talents. 
I can't sing, but I can talk to people in front of groups. I have that ability, trained myself to have that ability. I believe anyone can speak in front of a crowd if they have the proper training and the proper encouragement. I believe that anyone can get up and deliver a message. But each one of us delivers that message differently. Several years ago, I was at, I'd been invited to preach at a church on Sunday night. It was quite a distance, so I drove over, and I was at that church service Sunday morning. The preacher that preached that morning preached the exact same scriptures that God had laid on my heart. I mean, down to the letter. He preached the exact same scriptures. When I when he got through and service morning service was over, I looked at him and I said, hmm, that's interesting. Those were the exact same scriptures that I was going to use tonight for my service. And he said, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, they're going to hear the scriptures again. They heard the same scriptures. They heard it from a different messenger. And they heard it a little differently. Because even though he and I were both are both preachers, well, he has passed away and went home to the Lord now, but even though he and I were preachers, and we preached the same scriptures, we preached it differently. We had the same message. It was just the delivery was different. We each have the same, some of us have the same talents. The delivery is different because the person's different. Now, my experiences makes me who I am. Your experiences make you who you are. That's all in God's plans. How boring it would be if God had created only one group. How boring would it be, and I told a good friend of mine this this week, how boring would it be if Crayola, Crayola had only invented one crayon, one color, if everything was gray. Now, while I'm doing this YouTube broadcast and doing this you know, podcast on Anchor and other media, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my computer screen and I'm looking at three very beautiful bluebirds sitting on a brown limb covered in white snow. Now they're not completely blue. There's some yellow and there's some gold and there's some gray and there's some white. There's blue and there's black. There's all the different colors. How boring it would be if all of these three birds was how boring it would be if all of us acted the same talked the same looked the same was the same that's not a utopian society that's boring so God gave us each a little different flair each a little different color each a little different personality to brighten up the world so instead of looking at the differences as a problem, as a issue to, to judge, we should look at the differences as a way to learn, as a way to connect, as a way to, to get closer to each other. In my family, there are six. I'm the baby of six. There's four sisters, and I have a brother. But I'm the baby. And every one of us six kids is different. We each have different likes. 
Oh, you can see that we're brother and sister when you look at us. You can see that. You can see the family resemblance. But each one of us is different. Some are taller. Some are shorter. Some have gray hair. Some have no hair. We are all different, but we are a family. It's that differences that makes it special. It's those differences that we get to sit around the kitchen table and laugh and cut up and carry on because we each are a little different. So instead of looking at the differences, guys, we need to look at the differences that makes us a family. We're all God's crayons. When you look at the world, you see a blue ball. If you get closer, you're going to see men and women, boys and girls of all different colors, shapes, sizes, ethnic backgrounds. When you put voices together in, in a concert, what if everybody sang soprano? Or what if everybody sang bass? Wouldn't be very pretty, would it? Wouldn't be melodious. Now, it takes the, all those different sounds to make a concert, just as it takes all different people to make a family. And that's what we are. We're a human family. See, God doesn't look on us. God doesn't look at our skin color. God looks at what's inside. From the heart comes the abundance. It's not what enters in, but what comes out that defiles a man. You know, let's, let's back up. Let's throw the brakes on, turn the engine off, and let's stop and think about what it would be like if all the world was like you. What would it be like if all the world was like me? Boring world. Thank God for the differences. Thank God that he made the different crayons because we all can paint a beautiful picture. And that picture that we should paint is the face of Christ as he hung on the cross of Calvary just for us as he shed his blood and died for our sins. It says without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin. And without the shedding of his blood, there would be no way to get to heaven. So as we gather, as we communicate, as we talk to one another, I encourage you to quit looking at people, their different colors, and their different shapes, and their different sizes, and their different genders, and their different ethnic backgrounds. I encourage you to look at each other as a family because that's what we are. We all are in one race and that's the human race. It does not matter where we come from. We are all humans. And that's what that's the important thing in this world that we recognize that we are all human and that we are all different but we are all the same. Now I'm looking there it is. I'm looking for something this morning, if you see my head turning. I'm going to end this podcast a little differently. And I'm going to start ending the podcast this way. We're still going to pray. 
but from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26, it's called the priestly blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. He'll give you the peace that passeth all understanding if you'll just accept him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your many blessings upon our life, Lord, for allowing us the opportunity to come into your house, to worship, to praise, and to honor your name. Lord, we ask that you'll move, that you'll touch, Lord, that you'll stretch forth your hand. Lord, you've heard, and these individuals have heard, Lord, what was said. And we ask, Lord, that you'll take this, and with the drawing of your spirit, Lord, lead someone to a better understanding of you and even lead someone to understand you and to know you, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. So until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next week.